Hello there, I'm Kyoso Ronin Beemaker, and welcome to Lounge Ronin, all things, everything. To learn more about myself and how you can support Lounge Ronin, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media, on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at RoninArt underscore music. And if you prefer, hit me up at my email at RoninArtAndMusic09 at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, Please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. Hello there, I'm Kiosto Ronin Beatmaker, and welcome to Lounge Ronin, all things, everything, after dark. <laughs> and uh, I decided to do a late night stream because unfortunately I'm now a bit of a night owl, but uh just go with the flow. What can I say? And uh, I wanted to do a live stream on this thread on an individual that I follow on uh, Twitter. And I, I found the, the thread really fascinating and very interesting and, and eye-telling to everything that's been going on in the world as of late. And, you know, its connections to just generally everything that's kind of going on. With, you know, like Hollywood and politics and uh, social commentators. It's it's fascinating. And uh, this person, I've been following them for a minute now, and they got a couple threads that I've been wanting to do uh, live streams on. And this just happens to be one of them. And this has been on my mind for a minute now. So I figured I would uh, talk about it. And uh, hopefully, if anyone is listening to the live stream or to the replay, you will uh, hit that like button. If you're new here, make sure to subscribe and uh, hit that notification bell. And please, you know, share this stream out with anyone that you think might find it interesting. And uh, yeah, just uh, enjoy. So let's get right into it. So if you don't know who 
Jordan Peterson is. He is a um, a man from Canada. He's a uh, a ten year professor. Um, he's you know known for this whole uh, um, speech he did about you know cleaning your room, kind of a metaphor for life. And uh, he's, you know, been very popular on Joe Rogan podcast and just a, a very popular individual that a lot of people look up to. And he's had a bit of a, um, a public journey and, and uh, it's led him to some very interesting places. And I essentially just kind of want to break down, you know, this... Uh, this thread from uh, uh, Cyclops. Uh, shout out to Cyclops. If you are a Twitter person, I highly recommend you check out uh, his live, his uh, his um, his live, his um, his Twitter account. If you are into the occult and all that kind of fun jazz. I highly recommend you take a listen to him. Um, apologize, I'm gonna do some typing right now because uh, I'm just sh- sharing the live stream on my socials. But you know, it's it's getting weird out there. So before we jump into it, it's getting a little weird out there, you know, we're possibly in the midst of an early uh, alien invasion via Project Blue Book. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see what, what, uh, what comes from all of this. But, you know, we are, we are living in, in the age of conspiracy. And it's it's fascinating to see how this is gonna play out. So let's get into it. While we're at it, make sure to hit that like button. If you're listening to the replay, please leave a comment with your thoughts below. And share the stream. All right, here we go. People have been tracking this for a while. What helped spark this dig is the recent news. Now, this thread was produced January 6th, just so you know. He says he is being forced, uh, Jordan Peterson, to re-educate for criticizing Justin Trudeau, who went to McGrill. 
Many are questioning if this is MK Ultra reprogramming. Plus January 4th equals World Hypnosis Day. So breaking the Ontario College of Psychologists has demanded that I submit myself to mandatory mandatory social media communication retraining with uh, their experts for among other crimes. Uh, so don't they go? Don't they? Uh, these are some people's comments. Don't go. They will MK Ultra you. Newsflash. It always was. Like I said, research the hunk that's missing from the DSM clue. Dr. Joseph Menengo. Dark Labs, Dark Ops. Sounds like MK Ultra to me. Okay. Jordan Peterson studied under Marcy um, Dongir, who, who trained at the Allen Memorial Institute at McGrill in the 1950s. This is when MK Ultra experiments reportedly began at, um, at Allen under Ewan Cameron. Give me one second, guys. Have returned. Okay. Jordan Peterson studied under Marseille Dongier, who trained at the Allen Memorial Institute at McGrill in the 1950s. The 50s is when MK Ultra experiments reportedly began at the Allen under Ewan Cameron. Peterson then returned to the University of Alberta and received a BA in psychology in 1984. In 1985, he moved to Montreal to attend McGrill University where earned his PhD in clinical psychology under the supervision of Robert O. Phil, who in 1991 and remained as a postdoctorate fellow at McGrill's Douglas Hospital until June 1993, working with Phil and Maurice Tongier. Maurice Dongier, 1925 to 2015, was a Canadian neuropsychiatrist psychiatrist at the Douglas Hospital Research Center, Montreal, Quebec. He is a knight uh, of the French Legion of Honor, as well as a connoisseur of wine and fine cooking. Ooh, moi moi. Dongier is a founding member of the Société Facier de Fasco Oncology. The French society, French society of Psychology. Okay, you know, you know how fancy the French are. Dongier received his medical degree in Marseille in 1951 and took his training at the Allen Memorial Institute in Montreal, Quebec, receiving his diploma in psychiatry from McGrill University in 1954. He was a pioneer in providing psychiatric services to remote communities using his own private plane, huh, how fitting, to reach them. Dongier also flew his plane to the Allen Memorial's emergency room and used as an active psych psych uh, psychiatric hospital ceased in, 29 ceased in 2015 when a new modern psychiatry department was opened at the Montreal General Hospital. It currently houses outpatient psychiatry services for Montreal um, for Montreal General Hospital, part of the McGrill University Health Center. Although currently a respected institution, 
The Institute is also known for its dark role in the CIA's MKUltra and initiative to develop drug-induced mind control. MKUltra experimentation was undertaken at the Institute between 1957 and 1964 by its founding director, Donald Ewan Cameron. The plot thickens. So before we delve any deeper, let's Before we delve any deeper, let's learn a little bit about Miss Mr. Maurice Donguier. see what this cat is all about. Gier, current head of the Allen Memorial Institute. In his uh, psychic driving, uh, so-called uh, type of, of therapy, he would give the patient intensive uh, electric treatment in order to make the patient to regress deeply, uh, become forgetful, and then he would uh, attempt to implant new ideas uh, in the mind of the patient. Now, to a layman, it would appear that Dr. Cameron was trying to take the slate and wipe it clean, the slate being the mind. In other words, brainwashing. Exactly. That's a very good comparison. Brainwashing. Yes. In retrospect, does Dr. Cameron's experimentation and his treatment appear harsh? Uh, I would say yes. <laughs> this forceful type of approach that I was des describing to you uh, is definitely, it can be said that it's harsh. I wouldn't call it harsh. I would say it was harder on the staff than it was on the patient. Dr. Maurice Dangier, current head of the Allen Memorial Institute. Interesting. So the man Jordan Peterson did his postdoctorate under Maurice Dangier being interviewed about MKUltra Project. He described using techniques including electroshock therapy, massive doses of LSD over days, weeks combined with repetitive audio tracks to conduct brainwashing. Now I've heard of, you know, the LSD. I've heard of the... the you know, shock therapy. I don't know if you've, if you've ever seen this old movie. It's like from the uh, mid-2000s. It's with um, George Clooney and uh, Kevin Spacey. It's called The Men Who Stare at Goats. And it was about, um, like, this, you know, program to, like, create, you know, these soldiers who could, like, use, you know, to let, to, uh, who can like use their minds to like, you know, walk through walls and fly, um, all sorts of things like that. And it's kind of funny because, you know, like I, like I, you know, I love the quote that, you know, that, that quote, there's always a bit of truth in legends. And it, at one point, Kevin Spacey's character, he was doing, um, mind control experiments with, 
red flashing lights and um and uh and in essence what happened was spoiler alert it's it's a cool movie it's a little fun little fun movie who else is in it obi-wan kenobi's in it ewan mcgregor but it's a fun little film and uh he ewan mcgregor ends up stumbling onto kevin spacey's project which is using um he would lock these people in rooms in these you know you know walled out rooms and just play you know music and it was very similar to this it's kind of you know repetitive audio tracks to conduct brainwashing so it was really just a brainwashing program and they were using LSD <laughs> so it was you know it was kind of like you know their their way of being like yeah you know yeah we we did this ish <laughs> And it was actually based on a true story. It's a. I, I really recommend anyone out there, please go and and check check that movie out. It, it is actually a really fun uh, trip to watch. Um, it really is a fun film. And wait, who else? Um, oh God, who else is in it? There's some other people in it. That's, that's uh, one more other person. I can't think of his name. Uh, he's a good actor, very talented actor. I can't think of his name. But, um, all right, here's the second part. Um, Maurice Doyer's attitude and disposition in this clip is bizarre. He's trying to suppress a smile. A woman describes being forcibly inject with huge doses of LSD without her consent. She and many others were experimented on in Canada with the permission of the Canadian government. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, look what's kind of going on right now with the Canadian government. Uh, so I guess this is not, you know, par from the course, right? She describes for the first oh, time publicly the LSD therapy and psychic driving treatment that she was given by Dr. Cameron. And then the drug began to take hold very rapidly because it was an IV injection and um things became very furry and uh very frightening and uh, had a lot of sensations that it's very difficult to recall nobody explained it to me nobody ever asked me if i was willing to do it or anything he had this feeling that he would be able to get through the resistance of illness and 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 to reach uh, deep changes very quickly did he I don't think that when you look at that in retrospect, the hopes that he had, had been, has, have been in any way fulfilled. She describes for the first time publicly the LSD therapy and psychic driving treatment that she was given. So, you know, I'm sure some, some of you have seen those videos of like that that housewife that was given LSD. Um, it, it, it's very... You know, the government running experiments on its own people is, is not something that isn't new. But it's, it's more of how, you know, how far this rabbit hole goes. 
And when we, you know, we're going to double back to the main thread and, and what we're going to learn is, we're going to learn is how deep this rabbit hole really goes. And the, the, the implications that it has, because, you know, as I've been saying, the veil continues to, um, to lift and, you know, we're learning the reality of what's really going on around us. And it is at times very concerning and strange. But that is to be expected right now. So, Dongir eventually held Cameron's previous position as head of psychiatry at McGrill, running the Allen Memorial Institute. This is previous. This is a previous thread on MK Ultra McGrill, and how this mind control network is still active today. Okay. So I think, you know, um, let me see. Perhaps we'll do another thread on on celebrities and MKUltra. Yeah, I'll do another live stream on this thread. But we're just going to focus right now on Jordan Peterson. Okay, Peterson vanished a couple years ago. The story is that he was suffering from withdrawals and went to a hospital in Toronto, uh, December 2019. Then in January 2020, he woke up strapped to a bed in Moscow. He was in a medically induced coma and his memory was wiped. He had to relearn how to walk. Peterson's spiraling personal and family ordeals are detailed in his book, but are far from its focus. A year ago, Jordan Peterson woke from a coma in a hospital in Russia, strapped to a bed, bewildered and angry and holding little memory of what had gone on since he went to a Toronto hospital two months before. I was confused and frustrated, not knowing where I was, surrounded by people speaking a foreign language, he wrote. I had six-inch tethers attaching me to the sides of the bed because in my unconscious state, I had been agitated enough to try to remove the, the catheters from my arm and leave the ICU. A few days later, his daughter, Michaela Peterson, released a video on YouTube revealing her father's dire condition and explaining why he had disappeared from pelvic realm after five years of uproar. To cope with his increased stress over his family's health, he escalated his dosage in May 2019. He quit cold turkey but suffered acute benzo, uh, benzodiazepine withdrawal over three months at a clinic in the United States. They tried to wean him off them. Returning to his home in Toronto, he wrote he suffered a cathesis, a movement disorder creating constant restlessness an inability to sit still, it became intolerable, and in December 2019, he went to a Toronto hospital, and he doesn't remember much else until he awoke in Russia strapped to a bed. He learned that his daughter and her husband, Andrew Korikov, who is Russian, hmm, 
became concerned his treatment was hurting more than helping and moved him from the Toronto hospital in January 2020 to a hospital in Moscow. His sudden trip to Moscow was arranged over the holidays in a matter of a few days by the Consul General of the Russian Federation in Toronto and consular staff who granted an urgent visa, he wrote. Hmm. That's really interesting. In Moscow, he underwent a procedure either unknown or regarded as too dangerous in North America, he wrote. It being uh, placed, it involved being placed in a medically induced coma so he would be unconscious for the trauma of withdrawal. He emerged free of the of that of the dilibitating acacesis and started rehabilitation at a rheumatology ward in Moscow's suburbs. Hmm. Okay. Ewan Cameron would put his patients into comas. Some subjects reverted into an infantile state and had to learn how to walk again. Psychic driving involved other uh, highly experimental treatments like placing patients in a drug-induced coma. This practice was often done for much longer than anticipated. One case is said to have lasted as long as 86 days. In some instances, the patients would also be given large doses of psychotropic drugs such as LSD. In other cases, geez, oh my lord, patients were subjected to electroshock therapy up to 75 times the normal intensity. In other cases, both drugs and electroshock therapy were induced simultaneously. Wow. So they're already in a coma. <clears throat> so who knows, like back then, you know, they weren't able to necessarily map brain activity as we are now, but, you know, you're basically putting people in a coma and giving them psychotropic drugs. And you're essentially interacting not even with their 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 conscious self, you're interacting with their unconscious self, you know, which is you know, which would be you know considered, you know, more vulnerable than your conscious self, I guess you could say, in a sense. It's you know, it's similar with you know propaganda. You know, propaganda also you know, it affects us you know consciously, but it also affects us subconsciously. Man, this that is extremely disturbing. Extremely. Peterson on JER explained that he once went 25 days without sleep, supposedly from drinking apple cider. Hmm. Sleep deprivation was a key tactic in Cameron's experiments. Okay. One of the things that both Michaela and I noticed was that when we restricted our diet and then ate something we weren't supposed to, the reaction to eating what we weren't supposed to was absolutely catastrophic. 
What did you so, do? What did you switch to? Or what did you eat, rather? Um, well, the worst response, I think we're allergic to, or allergic, whatever the hell this is, having an, uh, an inflammatory response to something called sulfites. And we had some apple cider that had sulfites in it. And that was really not good. Like, I was done for a month. That was the first time I talked to Sam Harris. You were done for a month? Oh, yeah. It took me out for a month. It was awful. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I would say, so, look, and what, so this is right before this whole truth conversation with Sam Harris that got during, stuck in the mud. During. During. So I, think you were, the, I think the day I talked to Sam was like the worst day of my life. Not because of talking to Sam. But it was just physical. Oh, Jesus, I was so dead. But so I, I didn't want to not do it. Apple cider. Like, what, what was it doing? In it. What was it doing to you? Oh, it, it, it produced an overwhelming sense of impending doom. And I seriously mean overwhelming. Like, there's no way I could have lived like that if that would have lasted for... See, Michaela knew by that point that it would probably only last a month. And I was like... A month? Yeah, from a month. fucking cider? Oh, I didn't sleep that, that month. I didn't sleep for 25 days. I didn't sleep what? at all. I didn't sleep at all for 25 days. How is that possible? That, that, that I'll tell you how it's possible. You lay in bed... Uh, frozen in something approximating terror for eight hours, and then you get up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Not and good. this is so, from fucking cider. From cider. That's what we thought, yeah. I mean- so, the plot... <laughs> the, uh, the plot thickens, as I would like to say. Jordan Peterson took Timothy Leary's former position at Harvard. Larry was close with multiple people involved with MKUltra and was seemingly used as another programmer. I held the same position at, at Harvard as Timothy Leary's 60s LSD guru. Remember, tune in, tune on, drop out, my version of the chaotic 20s, tune in, tune out, grow up. That phrasing would have saved us a lot of trouble. I found this post on Reddit. Uh, Jordan Peterson is essentially providing their desired ordered out of Timothy Leary's chaos. Peterson is always talking about order versus chaos. His second book, uh, An Antidote to Chaos, Third Beyond Order. Uh, Jordan Peterson is a foil for Timothy Leary. I don't mean to say that the two would be enemies or that they are exact opposites of each other. What I do want to point out is that both were psychologists despised by the media of their time for speaking out against the political states that they lived in on spiritual grounds. Leary opposed a right-wing authoritarian system and spread a message based on natural chaos and harmony with nature like modern Lao Tzu. Peterson opposes a left-wing authoritarian system and teaches a philosophy based on mankind's capability, capacity for creating order and acknowledgement of the horrors of nature like a modern Confucius. Both recognize the importance and independence of order and chaos. They just felt the cultures of their times were unbalanced. Both even had the exact same job at Harvard at some point in their careers. Both are extremely fascinated with consciousness, especially the states that are widely unlike our normative state. Obviously, Leary was more upfront with his views on psychedelics and seemed to really enjoy being provocative. Peterson is understandably is way more cautious with his topics and Seems like he's trying very hard to reason with people, both cultivated almost by accident. 
a following of primarily young people seeking some sort of direction. Both of their teachings heavily stress the importance of individuality and critical thought. I feel as though Peterson's views are much more compatible with the framework of Western philosophy, and Leary was clearly influenced by Eastern religious systems. Again, I don't mean to say one is better or worse. Okay, here we go. More evidence to point to the contrary. Okay. Give me one second. I need to get something to drink. I have returned. Okay, here we go. Since Peterson has a large role to play in programming people, the entertainment world had to reveal this in their programming. JP retweeted that Marvel recently based a Red Skull story on him. Do I really live in a universe where... (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. (laughs) Got that. I was a little thirsty. Do I really live in a universe where uh, Tanashi Coates has written a Captain America comic featuring a parody of my ideas as part of the philosophy of the arc villain Red Skull? Is this from the same issue? Hmm. Okay. Red Skull is a Nazi character. The media calls Peterson a Nazi. In this story, Red Skull gains a following by offering a political solution, uprisings, and encouraging men to fight. Peterson notices similarities, 10 rules of life, the feminist trap, plus order and chaos. Red Skull's comic history includes mind control, the Nazis' influence MK Ultra. Ewan McGregor, I mean, Ewan McGregor, <laughs> Ewan Cameron was tasked with evaluating Nazis during the Newburgh trials. There are theories about this time with Rudolf Hess, but that's a thread for another day. Uh, in Europe during the, the, the war, the Red Skull took personal command of many military actions and personals and personally supervised the takeovers and lootings of many cities and towns. The Red Skull also organized a wolf pack of U-boats which preyed upon shipping across the world, often under the Red Skull's personal command. At first, Hitler took great pride in his protege's success, successes and let the Red Skull have anything he wanted. Hitler thus financed the construction of a seek of secret bases for the Red Skull in various locations throughout many throughout the world, many of which were equipped with highly advanced experimental weapons and devices developed by Nazi scientists. The Red Skull was uh, particularly interested in procuring technological weapons that could be used for the purpose of subversion and warfare. During the war, he sold plans for the Nolotron, a device that could control human minds, adapted a space warping device developed by the cyborg scientist codenamed Brain Drain 
<laughs> just so you guys can remember that this is we're talking about comics, but you know, there's always a little bit of truth and legends. Remember, brain drain. <laughs> and commissioned Nazi scientists to develop a projector which could encircle and suspend uh, sections of cities within spheres of energy. Did we see that in in Captain America, the first Avenger? Is that a count? It kind of sounds similar like to the Tesseract, I think. Yeah, the Tesseract. Captain America, often with teenage partner Bucky Barnes, Fought and, th- and thwarted the Red Skull many times during the war. The heroes also fought the Red Skull when they were members of the invaders. On one occasion, the Red Skull captured, drugged, and brainwashed Captain America. He sent the hero to kill a high-ranking of- officer. But with Bucky's help, Captain America broke free. The Red Skull later temporarily brainwa- brainwashed three of the invaders into serving him. The Red Skull and Captain America continued to engage in a series of skirmishes throughout the war. So it's that's very you know that's essentially the plot of, or not necessarily the plot, but yeah, the plot and the arc of the Winter Soldier, where he was brainwashed by Hydra, which was essentially you know Red Skull's organization. Interesting. Okay, all right, here we go. Olivia Wilde based the antagonist Frank in Don't Worry, Darling. On Jordan Peterson. Okay, that was that controversial film with you know a lot of controversial behind the scenes issues. She calls him an insane man, pseudo intellectual hero to the incel community, disenfranchised, mostly white men who believe they are entitled to sex from women. Says the woman who left the father of her kids for Harry Styles, a man who wears questionable outfits, and has ties to Balenciaga. You do the math. All right. Uh, Interview Magazine published a conversation between Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, 44, and Olivia Wilde, 30, about the latter's latest directorial effort, Don't Worry, Darling, while discussing the feature. Wilde said Chris Pine likely joined the production as a favor to an old buddy, but then he really took it and ran with it. Pine, 42, portrays CEO named Frank, who works on a top-secret initiative called the Victory Project, according to Rotten Tomatoes. We base that character on this insane man, Jordan Peterson, who is a pseudo, yada, 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 while asked before explaining what incels are to Gyllenhaal. They're basically disenfranchised, yada, 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 and they believe that the society has robbed them, that the the idea of feminism is working against nature, and that we must put back into the correct place. Uh, Gilnhaw then quipped that the group must be psyched because things are going really well for them. Yeah, they're actually succeeding in many different ways. While said, but this guy, Peterson, is someone that legitimizes certain aspects of their movement because he's a former professor. He's an author. He wears a suit. So they feel like this is a real philosophy that should be taken seriously. Peterson is a psychologist and retired professor. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Um. Like J.P. Frank's enemy is chaos, 
what is the enemy to progress? Chaos. Yes, nasty word. Chaos. Merciless foe that chaos. Energy unfocused. Innovation hindered. Hope tangled. Greatness disguised. He has a podcast on called Organized Chaos. Dean, what is the enemy of progress? Chaos. Yes. Oof. <laughs> Nasty word. Chaos. Merciless foe that chaos. Energy unfocused, innovation hindered, hope strangled, greatness disguised. I see greatness in each one of you. I know exactly who you are. What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing the world. That's right. Interesting. Is that? I don't know what that is. Okay. He creates a virtual simulation that is a setting of the movie. The simulation is in 1950s California when MKUltra took place. The main characters each trap a girl inside the simulation to be their wife. Kinky. The main character, Alice, is drugged and strapped to the VR device by her partner, Jack. It holds their eyes open, clockwork, orange style. This this movie's about mind control. Alice is piecing together clues, trying to escape, just as Alice tries to escape uh, Wonderland. That's another thread. We may do a live stream on that one. Alice in Wonderland is a drug-induced altered state. In DWD, Alice has hallucinations and cryptic dreams. She was drawn to enter the VR and is told to take pills inside the simulation when she starts unraveling the mystery. When When she knows too much, she is sent to an electroshock therapy where her mind... Her mind memory is wiped. The movie uses a mirror, alter symbolism, scenes, Alice through the looking glass, mirror portal, also tube equals portal, orange style. This, this movie's about mind control. Alice is piecing together clues, trying to escape, just as Alice tries to escape uh, Wonderland. That's another... Thread, we may do a live stream on that one. Alice in Wonderland is a drug-induced altered state. In DWD, Alice has hallucinations and cryptic dreams. She was drawn to enter the VR and is told to take pills inside the simulation when she starts unraveling the mystery. When she... When she knows too much, she is sent to an electroshock therapy where her mind her mind memory is wiped the movie uses a mirror alter symbolism scenes alice through the looking glass mirror portal also tube equals portal
interesting. You can see she's looking at a reflection. Headquarters inside the VR building with mirror, with mirror windows that spawned a hallucination from Alice. Allow your consciousness to sink into this world. We can let go of the chaos. We can crave order. It was also the portal to exit the VR. Hallucination is currently her memory of the VR experience, hypnotic mind control transition sequence. Welcome to the Victory Project. There are currently 72 active users. Your re-entry has begun. The auspice of equality. We can fall deeper into what we know is true. Do we crave order? Can we yield to nature's hierarchy? Allow your consciousness to descend into this world, into this truth. Sink deeper the way things are supposed to be. All right. Frank's podcast and VR symbols are based on Aldous Huxley's doors of perception, credit to Illuminati eyes on this one. I highly recommend you check out Isaac Weissop's uh, um, Occult Symbolism and Pop Culture Podcast. It's a fantastic, very knowledgeable individual. So this is the man who created the technology. A quote from Frank's podcast. A modern society has smothered our true selves. I see that version of yourself that you are buried deep. I know that you are the man you say you are. Since most people don't exist as their true self, and we've reached a point when so many see major flaws in the world, figures like JP and others can use people's desires to unlock their true self and actually lead people towards false programmed self-alter. Uh, Alice regained memory and clarity when a specific song played in the VR triggered uh, equals, you know, as a trigger song, Alice's only friend aware of the simulation was Bunny equals Alice in Wonderland, the rabbit. Alice accuses Frank of controlling them by poisoning the food. 
she links the Yee Harley uh, Pastor Narc MK Ultra thread. Okay, uh, Harley was his trainer. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna do a um, a a live stream about that. Uh, Harley was his trainer. Ye publicly wondered if they were poisoning his food. Could this explain JP's cider incident? Plus, all of our foods poisoned anyway. <laughs> Spoiler alert. The programming in Don't Worry, Darling actually goes deeper than this. The portals, chaos and order, the simulation, the gender programming, etc. This all ties into the big picture breakdowns I've been working on. So further analysis on this film will have to wait. And that also goes for specifics on how Peterson programs people. This initial thread is meant to show that it is happening and not the full breakdown on how and why. But I will say once again, it seems like Peterson is another public figure who is a mind controlled victim used to play a role. He's had a bunch of silly takes. Some are beyond sus. This thread has some examples. Okay, Jordan Peterson, for some reason, frantically explaining how satanic uh, pee, pee rings are simply the product of the minds of schizophrenic mothers and confused children. This video appears to have been completely scrubbed from the internet. Well, that's weird. I can tell you that that is not true. My mom worked for DCF, Department of Children and Families. That is not the case. Um, Peterson cited the book, Satan's Silence, which was written by a woman named Debbie Nathan. She was heavily involved with the False Memory Syndrome Foundation that sought to discredit people's memories of uh, ex-abuse. In short, the book was part of a debunking operation. Yes, I think there's a thread actually about that. It's very interesting. You might have to uh, bookmark that one and uh, follow this cat. We might do another deep dive onto Jordan Peterson and, and what this is all about. So, okay, here we go. Here is Peterson in tears over both of these portrayals of uh, Don't Worry Darling and Red Skull. Director Olivia Wilde oh. has a new movie out, which yeah. she says is based on you, this insane man, this pseudo-intellectual hero to the incel community, incel being these weirdo loner men uh, who are you know, despicable in many ways. Is that you? Are you the intellectual hero to these people? Sure. Why not? You know, um, people have been after me for a long time by because I've been speaking to disaffected young men. You know, what a terrible thing to do that is. Thought the marginalized were supposed to have a voice. It's making you emotional to talk about it. Well, God, you know. It's very difficult to understand how demoralized people are. And certainly, many young men are in that category. And you get these casual insults, these, these incels. What does that mean? It's like, well, these men, they're, they don't know how to make themselves attractive to women who are very picky and good for them. Women, like, be picky. 
that's that's your gift, man. Demand high standards from your men. Fair enough. But all these men who are alienated, it's like they're lonesome and 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 they don't know what to do. And everyone piles abuse on them. When she said that, Olivia Wilde, it, it stung you, didn't it? I saw the Oh, reaction. by that time, you know, that as far as as criti critiques go, that was kind of low level. I mean, once I got painted as Red Skull, you know, magical super Nazi. That was kind of the end of the insults. There's no place past that. So when Olivia Wilde made those comments, the first thing I did was go look at the preview for her movie, which I quite liked. I thought I would go see that movie probably, and perhaps I will. And here's a little extra. A little um, after credit scene. <laughs> Also, Jordan Peterson worked for the UN as Secretary General. UN has a meditation room where they practice psychic meditations, hallucinations, and trance states, just like Freemasons and occult practices. Boy, the UN is mighty kinky, huh? When I served for two years on a Canadian subcommittee on substantial development for the UN Secretary General and you. Uh-oh. Guess someone was, was uh, throwing shots. The lost word. The lost word is a concept, is a concept esoteric Freemasonry, which represents a state of consciousness that has been largely lost to the majority of human beings. Uh, that reminds me of Graham Hancock's quote: "We are a species with amnesia." Mmm. The plot thickens. In order to speak the lost word, a human being must work upon themselves in order to achieve a state of equilibrium or balance between the left and right brain hemispheres. In such a state of consciousness, the being has, known, ha, has come to know the self, as well as the working operations of natural law, and in doing so has come to understand the objective difference between right and wrong or as they are referred to in Freemasonry, light and darkness, respectively. Interesting. Yes, someone criticized this threat and defended Pearson, but their recent tweets were exposing people selected as the young leaders of... Uh, oh, God, the young leaders, uh, the World Economic... Tr okay. Uh, the young leaders or whatever for the UN, probably a bot, but still funny. So, and there you have it. Um, we'll probably do a, a uh, another live stream breaking down this one. I think next we're going to focus on the, the celebrity connection. Um, where is that? I'm going to make sure I bookmark that as well so we can... Do a deep dive on that one. But, you know, this is what I was kind of, you know. Um, what the? Oh, my Lord. Quite the acrobatics there. Ooh, that freaked me out. That freaked you out as well. Oh, man. Well, that is very, very interesting and very, very 
telling. It uh, it it's we are truly living in some very interesting and disturbing and concerning times. But I just wanted to share that with everyone. You know, it, it's fun to learn. You know the the reality of the situation and what's going on in this world and and it, you know like I was you know we're like I've said we're living in the year of the grifter expose and you know we're we're also living in a, in, a, in the of a year and time of being heavily propagandized and manipulated and it's it's uh, scary and un- and and unfortunate to see people. Are obviously going through such a horrific um, mental experimentation, and we are as well, unfortunately. But I, I thought it was really interesting, and I wanted to bring that to light and uh, and share with you guys, and and see what you guys think about it, and you know, share this with other people, you know, share with people who are fans of uh, Jordan Peterson. And, you know, let them be aware, you know, and I'm not saying he's a bad person. He's obviously not a bad person. You know, I'm not saying that. Um, like I said, it's unfortunate what he's he has and is going through. And, you know, he's not the only person in that uh, position. And we know that this is part of, you know, how they operate, you know, the 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 elites, the, the, the rulings and, and what have you. So I think, you know, it's just important for us, you know, out there for the, the, the plebs and the serfs to be aware of what's really going on. And I just wanted to share that with you guys and, and have a little fun with it. Um, I really, you, if you are a Twitter person, I know Twitter is not the most exciting place at the moment. But, uh, you know, check out, um, you know, uh, the ND, the N, N, the, the ND experience. Um, subscribe to his uh, his Twitter. Give him a shout out. Let him know you 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 discovered him through uh, the Ronin Beatmaker. And uh, you just yeah, just be mindful, everyone, of what's going on in the world. You know, we we might have an alien invasion come tomorrow. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be really interesting. Oh boy, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah. If you have enjoyed the live stream and if you enjoy Lounge Ronin, please uh, leave a like, leave a comment with your thoughts below. If you're listening to the uh, replay and please share this live stream with anyone you think might enjoy it and, and make sure to share my channel with anyone who else might enjoy my content and enjoy my perspectives. So I, I really appreciate it. And I hope everyone's been having a wonderful weekend. And, you know, stay positive and stay focused on what you can control amongst the chaos. (laughs) Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. And we know that this is part of, you know, how they operate, you know, the the elites, the the rulings and, and what have you. So I think, you know, it's just important for us, you know, out there for the the, the plebs and the serfs to be aware of what's really going on. And I just wanted to share that with you guys and and have a little fun with it. Um, I really, if you are a 
Twitter person. I know Twitter is not the most exciting place at the moment, but uh, you know, check out um, you know uh, the N D the N N the the N D experience. Um, subscribe to his uh his Twitter. Give him a shout out. Let him know you 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 discovered him through uh the Ronin Beatmaker, and uh, you just. Yeah, just be mindful, everyone, of what's going on in the world. You know, we we might have an alien invasion come tomorrow. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be really interesting. Oh boy, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah, if you have enjoyed the live stream and if you enjoy Lounge Ronin, please uh, leave a like, leave a comment with your thoughts below. If you're listening to the uh, replay, and please share this live stream with anyone you think might enjoy it. And, and make sure to share my channel with anyone who else might enjoy my content and enjoy my perspectives. So I, I really appreciate it. And I hope everyone's been having a wonderful weekend. And, you know, stay positive and stay focused on what you can control amongst <laughs> the chaos. <laughs> stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. Not <laughs> the most exciting place at the moment. But uh, you know, check out um, you know uh, the N D the N N the the N D experience. Um, subscribe to his uh, his Twitter. Give him a shout out. Let him know you 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 discovered him through uh, the Ronin Beatmaker. And uh, you just yeah, just be mindful, everyone, of what's going on in the world. You know, we we might have an alien invasion come tomorrow. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be really interesting. Oh boy, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah, if you have enjoyed the live stream and if you enjoy Lounge Ronin, please uh, leave a like, leave a comment with your thoughts below. If you're listening to the uh, replay, and please share this live stream with anyone you think might enjoy it, and and make sure to share my channel with anyone who else might enjoy my content and enjoy my perspectives. So I, I really appreciate it. And I hope everyone's been having a wonderful weekend. And, you know, stay positive and stay focused on what you can control amongst <laughs> the chaos. <laughs> stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Lounge Ronin. To learn more about myself and how you can support Lounge Ronin, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on my social media on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at Ronin Art underscore music. And if you prefer, hit me up at my email at Ronin Art and Music 09 at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true and much love.